Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Deep with Pressman. This is crazy because... uh, I'm, I'm do, I, hadn't, I didn't do this. Uh, I've been doing this for a f- well, few weeks, I guess, since the quarantine. Um, there's lots of great episodes up. The last one was with Larry Sharp. And uh, he ran for governor under the Libertarian Party of New York. I will be running for mayor of 2021 of New York City under the Libertarian Party. So I'm very excited about that. Um, vote for me. Support me. Call me. Let me know what your issues are if you live in New York. And we will work with you. Me and my team. Uh, so this is a show deep. We do one-on-one interviews with uh, some of my favorite people in the world. Some are comedians. Some are comics. Some don't do anything. But without further ado, I'll bring our guest. I know this young lady probably, oh my God, probably half my life at this point. Uh, we did Grandma Sylvie's funeral together. She's not only a comic, she's also a very, very, very talented actress and one of my best friends, everyone, uh, Miss Andrea Mazvinsky is on the phone today. <laughs> it's so weird introducing, introducing your like best friend. It's like, you know, I'm afraid we're going to say stuff that's, you know, how we talk. You know how we do. Right. <laughs> well, it is a little bit. Um, it's fine. It was very nice. Did you need to have some music? And stuff? <laughs> no, I, I um. We don't need music. They put we have a song in the beginning that we put on called Deep. Oh, you do have a song? Yeah, I didn't hear a it's song. in the post. It's in post. Radio oh, Misfits Broadcast I Network. Sing a song. I think you should have like a jingle. We have a jingle that my friend wrote. Oh, you do. Okay, yeah, okay. but right. I'm gonna maybe do more songs. <laughs> it's like a half hour. It's like it's just a one-on-one bullshit. We go back and forth. We talk about shit. You're in Los Angeles right now, or I am quarantined here in Los Angeles. Which is probably a lot better than being quarantined in this uh, germ fest. I've been in both places during this pandemic. (laughs) Well, the beginning of of it, I was in New York, and then I came back here. And? And it's better. I mean, it's bad, but it's not as bad. It sucks here. Well, you don't, you can just, you have like, you could walk. There's like, you guys aren't crowded the way we are, you know? No. No, I mean, I was, you know, it's always a little pandemic-y, you know? <laughs> I mean, I get I get sick on the subway all the time. Pandemic is now a verb. What? I know. It's very <laughs> pandemic-like. I, I, I would get sick on the subway. I would take the subway home and I would get, like, colds because all the germs and the shit. I would just come home sick every time I went to a club. I'd be, like, coughing the next day and sneezing. Yeah. It's like every sneeze. Well, there's no subways here. I mean, there I, is, but I no one think, takes them. There is, but I don't. I I've never I met one person that took it ever. Public, I took the bus here once, and I felt like I was in a third world country. Why? Because it was just so slow and um, filled with, you know, filled with people that were from the third world. Perhaps. Didn't seem like they had, you know, like they seemed like they had time on their hands. Yeah, like it was just really like and the and just slow. It was slow, but people do take the bus. But I am like a, I guess I'm a snob. I'm like I'm from New York. This is not a real bus. This know? is not a real fucking <laughs> bus. I want speed, like Sandra Bullock. Forget it. I'm just gonna take the Lyft and the Uber and walk. Where's Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock when you need it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the movie Speed. <laughs> so that's cool. What? I said, where's, where's oh that? God. Yeah, that, that movie Speed was taken in L.A., ironically, because no one takes the fucking bus in L.A. I, everyone say Uber is not, it's cheap there. I was there. Actually, we missed each other because I was here. I was there. You were here. We both flew around the same right. time. We just missed each other. It yeah. Was, the flight, everyone was like wearing right masks. Before. There was a lot of Asian women with masks everywhere. I was like, they knew something that we didn't know. Like Asian yeah, people in Chinatown have been wearing masks for years. It's not a it's not a a, a novel com- concept. Asians in no, Chinatown have been wearing masks. To see everyone in the world wearing those masks now is very um, apocalyptic. You know, yeah, sci-fi. Yeah, 
right? Yeah, now right. I'm looking for like the nicest mask I could wear with my outfits. The hottest looking. I did get I did order a couple fashion masks. You yeah. did? Uh-huh. I did. Well they I wanna get like, one I want some cool masks. Well, I want a regular one, but I also want one with like the rest where there's like a filter and you're not your glasses like because if they don't have like a filter that I know because you can't breathe and you get your glasses get all like like fogged up and, and then I just I I take my nose out of my mask <laughs> you can't do that that's bad <laughs> that's the whole idea of it. you have to cover your nose and your mouth like if everyone wore masks we'd be really really safe well I do well you have to wear them here well, I, know I went to don't. Rite Aid, and this bitch that was working me on the counter was not wearing a mask. And I that was scary. I was wearing one, but still. The man behind the counter? The, the girl, the young girl. Wow. And that's I was fu- like. That's fucked up. <laughs> I feel like calling Rite Aid and being like, up. you know, yeah. it, it's, it was scary. And, you know, she could be carrying it, and, you know, everyone can get it. And some people are just walking around like it's nothing. Like they're not. Yeah, I can't believe people are still doing that at this point. I mean, smoking cigarettes. I'm like, you people are gasping for air. You're smoking cigarettes like without a mask on, walking down the street like, you know, it's nothing. Seriously? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's very scary. And I stay away from those people. Those people are the ones that are probably carrying it. I think it doesn't make sense that you would not wear. You Some can, random I think, guy. Now be fine. You can be fined or arrested for not wearing a mask now. Really? I believe that is the case. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's, it's like legal. Like, it's like jaywalking. Like, you you have to wear a mask. Because you're putting everyone in danger a, and yourself. If everyone wore masks, it'd be, I guarantee, would help a lot. Yeah. Everyone has to wear a mask. That's. In public. That's, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. That's incredibly interesting. I, was it, is, that, is that only in L.A.? Is that New York, too, now? I think it's New York too. It's, I mean, I would be shocked if it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, New York is worse than here. No, I know it's uh... like these, you know, chairs and lounge chairs or whatever, and umbrellas outside in the front of the building. And I, um, every day, I sit there with my coffee. Ugh, I'm I'll so make jealous. a phone call. You know. Hmm? I wish I was in LA right now. Just. Just for the weather and the... It's better. It is better. It is better. I'm glad I'm here right now. I, I mean, I, I have to say, I'm not, I haven't always felt that way, but right this second, I, I definitely do. Well, I feel like... I mean, not that it's... It's more... You have more room. The weather is better. You, you could, like, be a person. It's healthier. Well, it's healthier, it's too. It's healthier. When I was yeah. there, I was there because I wasn't feeling well. Like, I was sick. You know, I tell people I was sick in February very badly. And I was taking December to February on and off. Like, I know I'm, I'm looking, I'm thinking about, like, the things where I was. And, like, I had, I, I know I was sick the day before Christmas Eve. Um, and I was thinking, mm-hmm. oh, I was supposed to go to my cousin's house that day. And um, we didn't go until the next day. So that I was sick. Then I had fever. Then um, I kind of got better, got worse, got better, got worse. Then the beginning of January, I was sick again. Uh, at, on a show I did in Vineland and I was ill coming home and then got, you know, when Jody was in the hospital, which is right, that was a weekend, oh, the next God, week, right. I couldn't go see her for a few days. You, you think you had COVID-19? Well, I, then February 15th, right before I went on, I'm coughing up blood. So I don't know. I thought I had tuberculosis at the time. I said to my mother, I said, I think I'm going to get a TB test because something's wrong. My, I, I, I was like, I wasn't sure. I was like. Very, very, I get very, I was very, very tired. Like, I remember I'd, I'd have a show, like, and I'd feel dizzy, and I'd have to, like, take a cab home. Like, I couldn't even stay out for weeks. Right. Like, I couldn't even, Don't I didn't want to go to dinner with the comics, whatever. And um, it was an early show, it was an early show, too. So I was like, what's wrong with me? And then I, uh, I came back from, I went to L.A. to rest, you know, and I did get rest for the most part. I, you know, I walked a lot. I mean, I ate really well and I started getting better. But I came home and ne- five days later got strep throat, which would be the secondary infection, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I had the antibiotics and I started to heal. But I'm not like I'm not 100 percent like, you know, in terms of like I have the allergies, but I'm not 100 percent. 
Like, I don't, I mean, I feel a lot better, but I'm still like, right. my. I, I'm still like on my vitamin regimen and stuff. Now, could it be my immune system just sucks? Yeah. And I'm picking up every little germ. Yeah, that could be it. It could, or, or I had COVID and my body is just still not a hundred from it. Don't they have a way to, for you to see if you have, if you, if you had it, like you would you have had, antibodies. Yeah. No one's, yeah. They, kind of... You know how hard it's to get a test? No, but not a COVID-19 test. A test. They, every, all the, anything to like do with a, COVID right X-ray now? X-ray or something that will show. I guess. I mean, but you, I'm not going to a doctor, God forbid, unless I need it, you know, at this point. Yeah. You know, there's no reason. I mean, I'm okay now, you know, knock on wood. Right, right, I know. The coughing stopped, all that, you know, I now it just seems like allergies, you know, which is fine. You know, it, it, if, you know, it's like, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I hope I don't, I mean, if I had it, my mother didn't get it, which is weird. And she's I don't her, think you had it. Well, there's a lot of shit I mean, going you, around. You had strep throat. You, Afterwards, what? that was the last thing I had. That's the last thing. The other thing I did not, I had, I came in. From the, the doc- way this is the, the way this sounds, like it seems like you would have like felt. I did. I had well, that no, in I February. There are some people who it, everyone's immune system responds to this differently. Well, so. I know February was horrible. Feb- January Feb- was horrible, and did not go away, and it got bad. And I had chills all, all the time, fevers. They'd come back and forth. It wasn't like you know. Usually, you get a fever, you breaks, and then you heal and you sleep. And you know, a week later, you're better. You drink some but soup. You weren't like really sick, like with a hundred and three fever. I was like, Christmas. You, know, you were never deathly ill. Yeah, but I when, for you? me, a hundred and one fever is very high for me. I I don't get fever that high. That's very high for me. For me, some people that's like you know, as a kid, not. But like for me, that's very high. And I felt it. I was chilled. Right. Yeah. So who the fuck knows? I mean, all I know is that right now, I'm, tr- you know, maybe the quarantining is helping me fight the germs off that I was, whatever was wrong, my immune system just sucked anyway. Right. Well, you went on the antibiotic and that, that helped everything. Uh, I wish I would have right. given, yeah. So that's not, that's, a, it but that might've been the last the end of it. That might've been the last, you know, the, the, the end of it. We don't know. We don't, we don't know. There's so much about this disease. We don't know. We don't know. That's the truth. We don't know. There's so much we don't know. That it's a very, you know, uncertain moment in time here. Well, you, you like, you were working on a one-woman show, weren't you? And it was when it was supposed to go up? I was going to open my one-woman show. What yeah. was it called? It's called The Ranting Zigzag Girl because... Um, What's a zigzag girl? My first job, what? What's a zigzag girl? So That sounds sexy. Um, in magic, there's a, it's like the saw, it's, she's like the lady that gets sawed in half, except she gets, um, she gets sawed in thirds. Oh. But she's not really sawed. Like they put two blades. It's, you, so she stands up in a box. Right. <clears throat> and the magician like opens the box, closes the box and nothing here. Blah, 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 blah. And then. Wait, so you're, are you giving, are you going to tell us a secret? Yes. Will you tell yeah. us the secret well, of the it, trick? Should I not? Well, it, yes, it's you in my tell show. Us. So I'll just tell. So I'll just tell you the part about my show. Okay. So, um, so I um, so she puts two blades, one in each, like one your stomach. under your like, like chest, and then one like underneath your girl, like right, but like, yeah, so like your stomach, so the whole middle part like of you your be, body, like you'd be totally, like you'd be totally to the side. So your it looks like it looks like. You have no midsection. Like you, your legs are dang. You have your leg out. You have your arm. Can you tell us how you, they do but that? Your like whole middle section is empty. What? How do they do that? So, um, basically, each there's all these different variations, but basically, you're contorted inside the box, and you're leaning in different positions. And or you're hiding all the way in a box that has a that's covered. But I didn't have that. I just what did you when do? I did it, I was just contorted. I had to hold like one side of my body was on one side. Like I had to keep my arms, head, and legs <laughs> still, and I had to contort 
my midsection to one side. So, but you know, and hold it. So can I ask you a question? So can the guy fuck up and you die? Or that's not possible? Um, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So you're, it's, so these. Like, yeah, like, well, I mean, things could go wrong. Like I mean, magicians I, so anyway, like... my show is, the so my show, like, so the zigzag girl is, is, so they call it the zigzag lady trick. This is the trick. And, oh, wow. you know, the, the, I was the magician's assistant and he puts her into the box. Okay. And then he puts, you know, pulls her midsection out with the two different blades on her stomach area. And then he puts it back. So that's the thing. Okay. So in my show, I'm in the middle of the trick. Mm-hmm. And, I'm t- and I just start talking to the audience and ranting about. The, the things you were just asking about dying, about being cut up, about hmm. how I look and how I act and being submit, you know, the, all these women's things. And then I start ranting It's very about submissive to sexual... be a magician's assistant. Do you agree? What? It's a very submissive position to be a magician's assistant. Well, the irony, well, the irony, the, the thing is, is that I'm really the one that's making the trick work, but I'm hidden. And he gets the credit. It looks like... <laughs> Right, and the and the magician looks like he's the one making it work, but I'm making it work. So really, if I Ooh. fuck up, is I could say, you know, I could fuck up very easily. Like I could just not move right or laugh or, you know. <laughs> so if you don't move right, you know, can like he I stab you, or that's not like I could. You could fuck it up by just like giving it away, giggles, coughing, farting, burping, whatever. Right. Um. How and long I did it take you to learn to the wear, trick? Um, I'm just, these are interesting. Like a weekend. <laughs> a weekend class in Zigzag Girl. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, like I, like, the, so I did it in this place called the Mansion Hotel in San Francisco, which was like this. I heard of that. Um, it's famous. Yeah, it was like sort of famous. It was run, it was a bed and breakfast. It was a townhouse that was built in 18, like, 60-something by this, you know, tycoon, silver tycoon for his family. And then they didn't have children, so he left it to his two nieces, and they didn't get along. And so they each lived in a different part of it, and they separated it. And then one of them is Claudia, and she was apparently found brutally murdered <gasps> and her head decapitated oh and her God. body cut up. And so her ghost supposedly haunts this hotel. And that's part of, like, the magic show. Like, we bring Claudia back, and it's like, I'm dressed in this Victorian dress. Like, I'm Claudia in a way, like, like you know, channeling her. Oh, and wow. everything is, like, um, takes place in this, in the, in this, in this uh, you know, restoration period, 19th century time. Like, there's a player piano. and they, That sounds like The fun. guy that runs this is this, like, at, he was just, like, famous like personality sort of like a he did he was an ad man then he bought property and he had he was he had this collection of like all of these crazy eclectic Liberace like you know Clinton's this and and so and so's that I, I can't you know and pigs like stuffed pigs and like just crazy like bizarro shit. things like was, yeah and he had like big barbecues and, and celebrities would come there like Barbara Streisand was a regular guest. Like they had these guest suites upstairs. It was really beautiful, but it was like, it was like, you know, crazy a little bit, but fun. Okay. That sounds good. Um, Anyway. So this was my first job. So I, so I start my show in the box. And so I'm in like my early twenties when I do that. And I talk about all these different, and I talk, I, and then another theme that's running through is like being sexually um, assaulted. Okay. And and then by, and by, the, magi- really by, by the magician or not, and going but, along and not going. But not along by the magician, and, right? Like, but not by the. Well, magi- no, the magician. I had a funny thing with the magician was gay. Of course. And um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I thought I was safe. Was he you know obviously I mean? gay? Like, obviously gay? Well, like, to me, yes. I mean, 
he wasn't like he wasn't feminine. Like he had a very masculine way about it, but you know, he was like into Barbara Streisand and all these clothes and odd things. You know, he was like Liberace so type. Wild. Right. He was like a drama queen, you know, a little bit. Okay. Um anyway, so he uh started like it was after it was after the show and he was like telling me different things about what to do and cleaning up and how to talk to the audience and this and that. And then he started pouring me a drink and then he said, do you want to, you know, then it was with the foot rubs. And oh my I was God. Like, what is happening? And then he started talking about wanting to have like, like, um, like a menage a trois. Oh my God. <laughs> You, that, like, I have a that's happened a lot to you, though. but that's happened a lot what? to you with gay men that like you, that like they want to fool around with you. That's the second thing. Yeah. One other guy did that in comedy. But I remember was, that you was, told me I that story. Like, like, I thought he was gay. And he's trying to have sex. I'm like, he's, and then I was with Paul Halsey who's gay. And he's like, he didn't come on to me. I'm like, oh, he was like a, a jealous of me. Yeah. You've had a lot of crazy. Oh you, you've had like the craziest me too shit. Remember, I remember you going down to like, Del- uh, Baltimore to do a gig and like yeah the booker right. so I I recall I recall that st- so I recall and Joe DeRosa like while came I'm in and box. finally you felt better or something right and he's like you're not wearing a bra are you uh, oh you have big areolas you know like ugh. who like, said that the um the booker this guy in the that remember he picked me up he was like in and, you, and, and the other the, comics weren't there yet so you were just you and the booker the strange booker that's the one with Joe DeRosa came. And he, right, and Joe DeRosa, and I thought it was Joseph Rocha. Oh, and I rest in peace. Joe DeRosa, oh my God, you lost so much weight. Oh my God. And it's like, I did. Oh. Joe DeRosa, you and know, then I'm like, Joseph Rocha passed away. And then away. I was like, Andrea, yeah. that's Joe DeRosa, not Joseph Rocha. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you, that's so funny. Oh my God! He didn't. I, he was like, "Yeah, I guess I did lose a little weight." <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> oh yeah, but that booker was um, awful. Didn't you have to go to this house or something? Did you sleep at? You know, you didn't. Yeah, get... I had to stay in this house. He said that the hotel's not ready yet, so you have to put your bags down in my house, rest there, get ready for the show. My wife will come back from work he had this wife that worked had like a government job and obviously supported them okay and he had like a daughter and oh my God. she was like attached herself to me and then he said and then we'll take you to the show and then we'll go to the hotel after that or you know or no no you'll spend the first night here we'll go to the hotel tomorrow that's what i get really freaked out when strange kids attach themselves to me that aren't like people I know as kids. Right. Or, like, that was weird. It's very, like, like surreal and yes. weird. Like, and then he came on to me. what he do? And then... He, and then he told um, you he had nipples and all that the stuff. Show, the tits. What did he want? He wanted me to just take off my shirt. And you told the... Oh. You told you told the agent that booked you about it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Roger Paul. Roger Paul. You told Roger. Mm. And what did Roger say? You know... Oh, I'll get you into that hotel now. Let me, you know, he made sure I got into the hotel. Is that guy still booking shit? Not Roger, the other guy. Okay. What? You slept over. Wait, did you say over the first night? Yes. Why did they put you in the hotel to begin with? It, my room wasn't ready. Someone wasn't like, ready. Was a, <laughs> they find a fucking room in, uh, in Baltimore. I'm telling you what happened. Okay. Holy shit! I mean, uh, trust me, I didn't want to be in his in his house. It was really weird. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was in the middle of a domestic. Well, that's gross like, too. It's gross when you're in some weird person's house. It was house. awful. Yeah, he was awful. That was awful. I don't like that. People like being in someone's no. house is really creepy. So he hit Very on you creepy. when the wife went away. She went to sleep. Oh my god! It was after the show. Oh, my God. And how many days were you there? Um, Three days? Was it like a Thursday, Yeah, but Sunday I just slept in the house one night. Oh, my God. And when I woke up, no one was in the house. Like, I was scared. Like, he scared me because he got angry at oh. me. Oh, my God. And I got 
scared because I said no. I have a boyfriend. No, and and he like went to bed, and I felt like he got mad at like he he was like I, I don't even I think I blocked it out, but he said mean things to me like he was mad at me. And I and you had to work for remember him, right? You had to do comedy. Being scared, and then I woke up and nobody was there, which was also scary. So it's no like a big house. So so he left you in the house by yourself, and you had no idea where you were. Yeah, yeah, and I had to Ooh. call him and like, where are you? Oh yeah. my god! Wow. So and you then talk he didn't about talk this to me for the. the then show. I went to the hotel, and Joe DeRosa came, and I. I was so glad, and I hung out with him, and this guy didn't talk to me. So once you, once the, the other, the com- yeah, like once, like you're, when the comics come, he just sort of like behaved. Right, right. What if he hit on Joe DeRosa's tits, too? <laughs> what if he called his nip, his Ariel is big as well? <laughs> now, is this guy still booking stuff? I mean, or running shows? You don't I think he's dead. I- oh, okay. That solved that problem. Maybe I think I think I think Joe told me he was dead. <laughs> I gotta get Joe on the. I gotta get Joe on the <laughs> show. Wow. Um, was it a what, what club I was it? I believe he could he could pronounce the word areola. I was like I just couldn't believe like that he could even just say that word. Like just hearing him say that areola word like freaked me out. Now you talk about these all these Me Too type things and all these like near rape experiences. So then, so then after this part, this is part one. Okay, but that's what you're talking about, two, a lot, right? In the, yeah, in the show, but this is the theme. It's it's the Me Too stuff and women's issues stuff. Okay, and then part two is 25 years later. Okay. And I'm a real estate broker. Okay. And I'm selling the townhouse where this magic show took place. And oh, it's interesting. an open house. Interesting. Yeah, it's cool. So I'm. So um, that's fictitious because you never sold the. You never sold. You never did. You never right, worked it. Right. I, I made that up, right? Fic- but I was fiction. a real estate broker, right, right? You were a real estate broker in New York, but you're made. So, so, so to create like a story, to create like a. A, a, a lot, uh, sort of a storyline. You cre- you made the yourself sell this ma- mansion, and right, some sort right. of. I guess you don't want to tell the ending, but there's some sort of like um, realization, or or. Uh... Well, I'll just tell you what happened. So then, in that part, I'm selling the um, that place, and the audience is like a, it's like an open house, and so I'm taking them through, and I'm going into stories also. So now you see me. I'm divorced. That you see me like later in my life. Okay. And and I'm still talking about the same issues in different way, but I'm still, but I've evolved a bit, but I'm still the same person. But right. I've evolved a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit. And then <laughs> just, in what? Just a little bit. Just a tad. <laughs> Not too much. So um, then, in the middle of the open house. The ghost Claudia comes into the open house, and I'm going to play her, and we're going to videotape me. Oh, interesting! And then I'm going to, and it's going to project onto the, um, like, the see, like it's going to project onto just like the wall. What in the theater? Yeah. Well, you come. So you, you're like, so you were supposed to do the show around now, right? Or yeah, that's frustrating because it's very hard to to write and produce a show, especially one you know. And now you have to wait. Yep, <clears throat> but I rewrote the end. So then the third part is I'm a stand-up comic, right? And now this place is a comedy club, and I'm in an all women's comedy show. Okay, and. Um, it's the women, you know, the funniest women. I'm America's funniest mom, and I come out and I start doing my doing stand up, and then I break from my stand up act and start talking about these issues that I've been talking about the whole oh, time. Oh, great! And I talk about my son uh-huh. and how, like, I use my my son as a way to get into how to make things better between men and women. You uh-huh. know, like he's the young man, the and then right. yeah. 
Well, well, I forgot yeah. to say, I forgot about one of your biggest credits, which most people can't ever see. You were actually on Oprah as America's Funniest Mom back when we did Grandma yeah. Sylvia. So it was I a used, huge yeah. thing. That's a huge thing. You met, you right. met Oprah. That was, my big, that was a big deal. I remember yeah. that. That was a very big deal. What was that yeah, like? That was a what was that like to be on Oprah like that? Um, and meet her? You know, it was what? And meet, meet the Queen Oprah that everyone, you know. There's like a mystery. There's like a big mystery thing around Oprah to me. Like it's like she's this. You know what she was? I thought she was so much um, like calmer and nicer, and than I thought she would be. I thought she was going to be more diva-ish and controlling and bitchy, but she was really nice and very calm, and she seemed very in control I mean, like in, in control internally. in a like graceful way like internally, internally. In a, right yes she was there was no frenetic energy it wasn't like uh, you know it wasn't any of that it was she wasn't rude at all no and she was nice and she you know she was really um so she's what she is i, I was what you see is what you get it. with I her struck by it what but, but so it's not so nothing she's not really acting when she's on tv like that's her you know, some people yeah, are totally. The, you know, when the cameras are on, they're totally different. Like sometimes the people that you yeah, think like are the Ellen nicest. Yeah, Ellen DeGeneres apparently is is really a bitch, and she's got this really nice persona. Right. Oh, interesting. Okay. So you. I mean, people I talk to here that have worked for her said it's just like a nightmare. Really, I didn't know that. And I was upset because I like Ellen DeGeneres. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's what I've heard. I mean, I don't know because I never met Ellen DeGeneres. I just, you know, grew up on her comedy and I always liked her. I mean, she was not my favorite, but I always really liked her. I thought right. she was a really good comic. It's so interesting. What <clears throat> People have, two, like a lot of people are like, they're just the same in real life and then on camera, whatever. And then there are people that are just totally right, different. They have like the public persona and that's different from what they are or it's all integrated. Right. I, and I think... I. I think it's important to be integrated. Yeah. Don't you think? Too. I thought I put my phone on. I do. Yeah. I thought it was supposed to be. I mean, I think that's a, that's a, that's a more, that's a happier. Personality, person. right? If you're integrated, you're. Yeah. That's a, that's a happier person. I mean, you're not, you, maybe you're going to be heightened, you know, publicly. It's mm-hmm. going to be, you're going to be more, a little more, some, like certain parts of your personality are going to be emphasized over others but you're basically integrated into everything you're doing you're not like putting on a mask (laughs) come full circle we've come full circle um so so basically this show so how long is the show um about right now the 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 length of the show um probably like an hour um oh cool okay so what? So when do you think you're gonna do it? Because I really want to see it. I know. Well, I'm gonna do it as soon as I can. As soon as until the floodgates open. I don't know. Maybe it's gonna have to be in the fall. Yeah. I don't know. I would. I would. I would. If Maybe I was producing something, summer. I, I wouldn't do anything what? to the fall. If I was producing something for myself, I would move everything to the fall just to make sure. You know, you don't want to get a date set up with theater and then it's all a mess. I I I I'd, I'd, I'd wait till like September after the holiday or something because we don't know what's going to happen at least in New York so we don't know so right. I think it's right I mean I guess I could film it from my bedroom but it's not it you don't want audience. yeah well you, you could do a lot of things you could probably do it yeah and a lot of different you could film it somewhere but yeah I I, I agree I I think if anyone's producing something like a show or you know that's not a live uh, any kind of live piece I mean I, I like when do you you know when do we uh, aim for it when do you aim for it? You know, it's that's. I mean, honestly, I feel like not until we have a vaccine are we going to feel a hundred percent okay, and I don't. That's not going to happen for a year, but maybe by the fall we'll be okay. I don't. It's. We I mean, when are we going to start going to restaurants and like, like are we? I mean, if even if like, people wear masks in like comedy clubs, you can't handle laughter through the masks. They can't drink their alcohol. Right? I mean, think about yeah, it. Yeah, comedy clubs are just, and 
I mean, you yeah. could go to a theater and is, I mean, you can't really eat and drink at a place with a mask on. I mean, you could go to the theater with a mask on. Uh, that's fine. Unless people drink, you know, restaurants are going to be bizarre. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, is it, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know how these things sports. go. They were talking about sports events with no people there, just the the player, they get all the players tested, and whoever's you know, if you're not ne- if you're negative, you could play, you know. Like that. I mean, I guess that's the best. Thing. I guess I could do my show and have an invited audience and tape it. If that's allowed. I mean, it, yeah, if that's you could have like ten allowed. people in a twenty, in a 20 <laughs> so, you know, like every six row, every six. Everyone's seat. like six feet apart. Everyone's sitting six feet. You know, there. I saw a movie yesterday, uh, last night. On Amazon called uh, Five Feet, I think it was called. Or six. It was like a love story about these two kids with cystic fibrosis. It was based on a real girl. I didn't know. I think it was called mm-hmm. Six Feet or Five Feet. It was. They had to be six feet away oh. from each other, and it was such a timely. Because oh. otherwise, they would get like, and, and this is true with people with cystic. They would get like some kind of deadly infection. Like two people with cystic fibrosis can't be with each other because they could infect each other really badly. I didn't know this, or you know, certain I didn't type. Know that I mean, at least the, the people with this type of cystic fibrosis, or there's some kind of bacterium. That's what they said. So it was very interesting, and it was, it was like a love story, and they couldn't. And it was like very much our time because, we're, you know, it's almost like that. I mean, I, wow, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what exactly cystic fibrosis does, but it's similar. You know, you can't breathe, the oxygen, and it was very much like what we're going through. And this movie was like about a girl. It was actually based on a, a, a base, not. Hundred percent, but it's based on a girl named Claire, Claire or something, and uh, she uh-huh. died. But like, uh, but she had lived with cystic fibrosis till she was like twenty three, and it was about her. You know, this this or the story is based a love story, but I don't know if it was true or not. But it's sad. I mean, this is what we're living like. We're all living like that right now. We're all living yeah. like that, and uh, you know, it's like <clears throat> so my, so my voice goes in and out all the time. It's really not good. So it's I don't know if my if that's my allergies or not. But this has been going on for months already. Right. And I've been I watched more. Lady in a Cage for twenty minutes last night. Like, what'd you watch? <laughs> it's a movie called Lady in a Cage with Olivia De Havilland, and she's she lives in this oh, um, expensive. I think it was done in like the late fifties, and she lives. She's rich and she lives in this very expensive house with her son and she's broken her hip and mm. there's like an elevator in her mansion to get from her one floor to the next and he goes away and she gets in this elevator and the power goes out and she gets stuck in the... Oh God, it's like a nightmare. And so I, I was, I said, and I'm like, I'm like, why am I watching this? Wait, and that's like a, that's like a horror movie. It was. It was like a horror movie, but it wasn't good. I, I didn't like it. I, I didn't stick with it. I just, I turned it off. Oh my god! I liked the visual. Like the visual was really cool. Like she's in this like, you know, sophisticated dress and the whole. And she's all with the, you know, she's all dolled up, and then she's rich, and she's in this elevator that's like a. Cage you know, that goes up and down a cage, and then to get stuck. Oh my god! Yeah, that's terrifying. Well, I guess I guess Hulu suggested it because you know it was timely. I was like, are these the pandemic? Are these your pandemic? You know. Well, at least we're not in a cage. Pandemic. I mean, we could be in a pandemic cage. Pick. Well, I mean, everything uh-huh. like cages and and distancing and isolation yeah, themes like and. Trapped and having to be, yeah, isolated, trapped. I mean, at some point, people are going to go nuts. I mean, it didn't happen yet, but I really feel sorry for the people that are sick and dying and can't see their people, can't be with their family or loved ones at the end. And they're also very like, you know, there's something about being the most tragic part. It is, and and a lot of people get better because their loved ones are near them. You know what I'm saying? That energy, that healing energy, they don't have that. Yeah. I mean, God bless the doctors right. and nurses, yeah. but sometimes, you know, people, you hear them, you know, getting better. They hear their love. kid yeah, or they like hear their love. wife or husband. Yeah. They hear their voice and they wake up. 
They're just alone in these, like, these, these, you know, uh, these hospitals, these, like, sort of cold, disgusting hospitals by themselves, you know? And I mean, then alone. Oh, it's so, it's so cruel. What a cruel way to die. It's very, it's very upsetting to me. I know. This is a hard, it's a hard day. Like a lot of people's, um, a lot of people on my, that I'm friends with, people they know have passed. Like today, I said, I must have written like 10 condolences to people today. Right. Right. It's like an obituary. Facebook is like an obituary What's the word very, um, you know, my brain just, it's uh, not industrial, it's not the right word. Uh, uh, I don't know. I can't, the word I was thinking. For what? My, my brain does this a lot. Like when something is not homey, it's the opposite. It's uh, like a prison would be, a hospital would be. It's um, like... Um... Sterile, like that. No, not sterile. Not the, uh, I can't think of the word. It's like non... Institutional. Yeah, it's that's the institutional, yes. That's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> it's great. It's institutional. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Like, you win a yes. mask, a fashion mask, Andrea, <laughs> with respiration, fights every disease in the book except AIDS. <laughs> like, how do people go to date? Like, there's a play. I don't know. People going on on dates on Zoom. I no, guess that's not a date. I can't. That's so. That sounds like such a nightmare to me. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you can like you could FaceTime your hair and makeup in your bedroom, and then you set up your computer with a. That's oh, uncomfortable. Hi. And then you meet them, they smell oh my bad. God. And then you finally meet them, they stink. They smell and, bad. Yeah, they right. like they don't. They're wearing the cologne, <laughs> leather cologne. Yeah, some disgusting <laughs> cologne, and they. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. I don't. Yeah. No. I don't know. That's so. I crazy. don't know about that. I guess you could like, you know, meet someone online and talk to them on the phone. Yeah, and... but yeah, I guess you can and then meet them in person at some point. A lot of people aren't even in the mood. Like, a lot of people don't even want to deal. It's too much. People are too stressed. They don't even want to. They don't even want to. It's like. They don't don't have the energy. Yeah, it's too much. We don't know what to do. You know, it's like to bring someone into your life. It's like. It's fine, but it's. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess people are meeting up. People are meeting up. I mean, if you don't live with somebody and you want to risk, you know. I mean. Yeah, I had a friend that was talking to somebody online, and he actually had the virus, and he was recovering at home. Oh God, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. she was talking for weeks. He was co- recovering. He said, and she's like, "I don't know if I should meet him." Uh, you know, I'm like, "He's the one who's got the right. immunity." You know, right, right. Maybe not. Right. We don't even know, and you don't know if he, how long the shit lasts in the system either. So it's it's scary. It's a scary world. Well, it would be scary to meet a stranger at this point. Yeah. Someone you don't know. I mean. I miss my friends. I want to go see our friend Diana. If it was like, oh, this is a friend of a friend. What? Like, I want to go up to see Diana, but she's like, you know, in Washington Heights, and that's far, like, for me. And, you know, I know she's by herself up there. So, you know, it's weird. You know, I I know Sharon hasn't really left at all her house. Maybe she doesn't even really go shopping. Right. So I everyone's doing it differently, right. you know. But it's hard for everybody in a different way, you know. I think it's so. T- so tell right. so we're wrapping this up in the next two minutes. So tell everybody where to find you, the name of your show again. Uh, okay, the, so it's Andrea Metzvinsky. Okay. M-E-D. Well, that name sounds familiar, and if you don't know why you recognize yes, that name, because my cousin. Tell everyone who your cousin because, uh, is. <laughs> Married to Chelsea Clinton. So Andrea's first cousin, Mark everybody, Mizvinsky. is Mark Mizvinsky. Yeah, who's my married. first cousin is Chelsea Clinton, everybody. so Have you yeah. met Chelsea? You met Chelsea, didn't you? Yes, I did meet what Chelsea. What was that like? Um, <laughs> she was very furtive, very guarded. Right. Light. You know, um, 
I think she was uncomfortable, honestly. Like, it seemed like she had security. Like, in the, we went to that restaurant, Candle, because she's a vegan. Right. And, um... So she had security there. You know. What? She had security, like, in the front or something. Well, that's weird. And then she, she stayed for, like... She, oh, uh, she didn't like eat? most of the meal, but she didn't stay for the whole thing. She did eat. Okay. But she, she left... She, they left... But like earlier, before they left, they had to go. So you know, there was a little bit of that. Like they didn't have it. It was like a normal person having dinner with like their family. It wasn't like a normal person. No, it was not. It totally was not. Was that weird for you? <laughs> I have to say, it wasn't. I mean, I'm sure. I don't know if it's all. You know, it's not always like that with her. But that's how that was. Really? That was before they got married. That was like right before they got married. And they didn't invite you and your dad to the wedding. Or you're, you're right, so- because there was a fight between Mark and my father because Mark okay. was uh, not helping his father who was put in jail for embezzlement. There was a <laughs> rift there. Oh, my God. It sounds like a soap opera. Yeah. I should write this one. You should write this one. So Mark, so your your dad and and Mark's dad are brothers, and they wanted your dad right. to help them when he was in jail, when 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 Mark's dad was in jail, and they were resentful of that. Chelsea Mark, was resentful of that. When when Ed went into when Mark's father went to jail, he lost all of his money. He went to jail for a financial crime, like like a Bernie like, Madoff you know, took other people's yeah. money mm-hmm. and said that he had a thing, and then lost it. He had a thing. He had a thing. Right. Okay. So when that happened, and I don't really know, I wasn't really, you know, privy to all of this, but. Um, Mark's mother, like he, Mark's mother, my Marjorie Margolis, who's also famous and was a congresswoman and uh, broadcaster and adopted all these Vietnamese children, left him. Like they got divorced, and I, Mark, I believe, was like turned against his father. Like he was bad, and and he bankrupted everyone, and so, and I think he tried. Then when he got out of jail. He had no money, and Mark had a lot of money. He was an investment banker. He was with Chelsea. He was very rich, enough to be able to help, you know, his father. Right. And he wouldn't help his father at all. Mark and wouldn't my help the father. father. Oh, what? So the son didn't help the dad when he got out of jail. The son didn't help the dad, and my father was mad at was helping. Was trying to help his brother, and was had a, some kind of a riff fight with Mark about Mark not helping his father. Okay, gotcha. Now, was he with Chelsea at the time? Yes. So there was like a lot of that stuff going on. Like trying yes. to cover up the whole, you know. And he was and he was very like Chelsea, like Chelsea's, like he put Chelsea ahead of like everyone in his own family. Oh, you think it's because of the money? Or the sex. <laughs> Just kidding. The Money. status. The status. The Clinton yeah, status. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did they know? Je- I bet you yeah. they're friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Or was. I, I guarantee they were friends with them. That's creepy, though. It's very creepy. He's like, he saw like a, a golden ticket in a way. Right? Well, I mean, they were together. They were. I think that they have a genuine thing, but um, they were together like in school, like college, and oh. then they separated and they met again later. I remember that. So yeah. they, they had like a, a, they were together in college and, and then, you know, they right. knew each other. And maybe even they went to the same high school, like they knew each other. When they were younger, and then oh, interesting. went out, okay. and then went out with other people, and then got back together. Yeah, that's kind of interesting, actually. The whole story—I mean, the whole yeah—but you guys, then it was yeah. a big deal. You guys remember when they got married? You, the press started bothering you and your dad, or at least you. They kept following at shows, right? That's right. 
That was crazy. The Inquirer and all those crappy papers. Right, right. That Inquirer. I know totally they wanted missed. from you. But, yeah. They wanted a story about how you weren't invited. Well, they sensationalized it. Yeah. Ugh. Of course. But that's a wedding you didn't go to. That would have been interesting. Though. No. Yes. <laughs> but we were. But because Mark was in a fight with my father, that we weren't. Did his father go? His father went. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Wow. Whew. Yep. This has been a very uh, jam-packed episode, actually. Okay. So, so it's com. Okay, I'll And I'm on. on Instagram, and it's it, everything's at Andrea Mazvinsky. And the show is called The Ranting Zigzag Girl. And coming soon. <laughs> awesome. Dot, 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 question mark. Yeah. Yeah, the ranting zigzag girl uh, will be out when the plague is done. Uh, catch her, Andrea Mizvinsky, uh and at everything. So we'll put that on the description of the show. Well, thank you, Miss Mizvinsky. Uh, I'm just gonna. Well, my pleasure, Miss Pressman. This was so much fun, and um, <laughs> it's weird because we have to like the thing is that Andrea and I like we'll start talking about like stuff and not realize that there's like people listening so <laughs> yeah like i did forget there were people listening i don't know is it going to be interesting <laughs> no it's interesting i think we have to be careful that we're not going to say things that we don't want to say or whatnot so uh but it's fine okay. you know okay. i don't know so, <laughs> this is deep like every, you can listen to this uh on where all podcasts are heard actually on every single orifice of any kind of podcast network it's up but we're on the Radio Misfits podcast network, and then they broadcast through Spotify and iHeart and and iTunes and Up Your Asshole. Yeah, so you can listen to us for <laughs> anything, Google Play Store. Um, thank you so much, Andrea. Thank you, everybody. Be safe. Stay on, Andrea. Uh, and, we, and we will see you in a couple of days or not tomorrow. I don't know if we're doing a show tomorrow, but we'll be up at least a few times a week. So thank you, guys. Love you. Patreon me. I have no money. So Patreon me if you can. $5, $2 a month. It doesn't matter. Every bit counts. You get the press for now. You get deep. You get everything all for one price. All right, guys. Have a great night. Bye.